Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 554-554. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program, but please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. Now tonight, I've got, uh, we're going to try to continue on on the same lines in the spirit, uh, whatever the Lord leads, however. And um, I've got some music also. Yesterday, I didn't play what I wanted to play exactly. I forgot all about it because the Lord just caught me up in the spirit and I just went on with it. And uh, when you do, uh, when it, the Lord does that, it always comes out really good. And I pray, Father God, that you'll do the same thing. We have uh, letters today and music and also Bible reading. I'm going to expound on the Word of God as well. So, Father, um, use my tongue, my mouth, to bring forth your Word. We know that the entire world is uh, hungering and thirsting for your Word. The world, the people in the world that eventually will become your uh, vessels. Many are called, but there's a few that are chosen. But, Lord, we never know. When you call us, we just need to come and just take up our cross and follow you. Lord, there's so many people that are into such evil doctrine today. Um, But I believe a lot of people are really trying to find out the absolute balance of walking in the Holy Spirit. Uh, How to take your word and use it aright. There's so many people that go overboard one way or the other that they become exceedingly dangerous because so many people think that that is Christianity when it's not. Lord, I pray that you'll give the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and that you'll give the people in the world. Now, this is going to really irritate a lot, but we know that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the fear of the Lord is wisdom. And pray, Lord, that everyone, that you give us a double and triple and quadruple portion of fear, wisdom. The fear of the Lord, which means to fear to not do your commandments. Because if we don't fear you, we won't serve you. This is what you told Moses. And this is what you uh, told the Apostle Paul. He said, knowing the terror of you, of you, Father, I continue preaching the word because it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of a living God when we're out of order and we're not following him. So, Lord, I pray that you will destroy the destroyer, that you make everything that you say through me this evening very clear to those in Radio Land, and that you'll also make it clear to those that have believed false doctrine, because you warn of false doctrine alone in one chapter of chapter 24 of Matthew uh, five times of people following false prophets and false doctrine. Lord, so we pray that everyone will receive the truth for the truth when you know it, it'll set you free. That souls will be saved and that the church be strengthened. I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus and everyone says amen. Amen. Alright, so <clears throat> that is the answer of what the Lord wants you to do is if you believe the whole word of God you can be saved why do you say the whole word word of God Tony because 
Jesus is the entire bread of life, the word of God. He told the devil that. He said, and some, you know, the devil believed it. But people that call themselves Christians don't believe it. He said, man, uh, you know, the devil told him to change the rocks into bread because he was hungry because he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And Jesus told him, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that uh, comes from the Father. And when Jesus was teaching the people, because he dwelt among men, that means Emmanuel or God with man, he was saying that the words that I speak unto you are not mine own, it's the Father talking through me. And this is how you live, is to receive every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, which means the entire Bible. And so the Bible says that Jesus is the word of God or the bread of life or the light of the world. His words enlighten us because his words are spirit and they are life. His words are the bread of life and also the blood of life. And the Bible teaches us that the life, the eternal life, is in the blood of Jesus. And Jesus said the entire Old New Testament was uh, the New Testament written in his blood. And so we cannot hang on to just a few scriptures and begin chanting them like uh, the, Vatican, the Catholics do. It's just that they, uh, they have uh, their little chants that they do, which are incantations and it leads to witchcraft and to um, Satan worshiping because we're not to worship anyone other than God and we're not to worship anyone uh, except we're not to pray to any saint or to Mary. This is a heinous sin because uh, the first commandment is to have no other God before you and don't pray to anyone other than God through Jesus. And uh, so when people are praying or chanting to Mary, it, they're sinning. It's like they're into witchcraft or black magic or hoodoo and voodoo. And so you mustn't do that. If you turn on the Catholic channel, you'll see them uh, chanting, Holy Mary, Mother of God, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And then they start chanting that same prayer. And then they pray, Our Father, which art in heaven. This, uh, the first prayer is of the devil. And this one, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's of the Lord, but that's what a good counterfeit does, is they mix lies with the truth. Uh, you know, if you print a $51 bill or a $2.5 bill, you know, it's a joke. It's, it's a counter. It's a funny counterfeit. It's not a counterfeit at all. But to make it look real by having this, uh, some old lady that doesn't have any teeth in her head, she's going, Holy Mary, of God, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. They know that people say, wow, that's a religion that I can follow because all you got to do is say the same thing over and over again. But that isn't the gospel. It's a prayer uh, that is uh, satanic because you're praying uh, to uh, you know, some other guy. You're making Mary a god. And then they got this uh, 
Lady of uh, Guadalupe. Oh, you know, all these ladies that they crawl on their knees in Mexico. They crawl up this mountain that's got gravel on it and their legs are bleeding. And it's such an idolatrous, evil, satanic, antichrist religion. So the Lord says uh, that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and the Bible calls Jesus the word of God. Believe and thou shalt be saved if you believe every word that proceeds from the mouth of the living God. And the Son, Jesus, is the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh. So that was Jesus, and I believe that. And here I am to saying, I believe, not in Mary. I believe that Mary existed, but she's not deity and I believe you better not pray to her, okay, or to any saint. I'm as big of a saint as she ever was, and so is every born-again Christian that believes the entire word and does what it says. I believe. Praise the Lord, I believe, you know, and uh, the Bible says that uh, we are the bread of life, and I believe that. Jesus is the bread of life, but we all become part of his 
body. We are his body. And so we are one bread, one bread. Uh, I am the bread of life. That's John 6, 33 through 35 and uh, 48, uh, 51. Let's read one of those. John chapter 6, verses 33 uh, through 35. You got it? Yes. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said the people unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Okay, that's the word of God. The bread of life is the word of God. Then what? He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Now, uh, it also says that we who have united ourselves with Jesus are that same bread because he's the head of the the body and we the body of Christ are uh, the bread also that's 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verses 16 and 17 so I believe that that I know that I am a member of the body of Christ and so I am also the bread of life because Christ is living in me and he's the bread of life and I always when I preach or teach I always pray that the bread of life that is in me uh, does all the pray, all the praying and all the teaching, all right? So let's read that. Remember now, this is 1 Corinthians. I'm reading from the Bible. This is Bible. This is something that we must believe in the whole word of God because it's Christ. Okay, go ahead. I am the bread. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? Yes. So that we bless the blood of Christ. Now remember, the life of Christ is in his blood. That's why we're not allowed to eat uh, blood out of animals or anything, because uh, that is saying we're not to take animal blood into us. That's why it's a sin, really, to eat uh, rare meat. There's uh, a lot of guys that say, I'm a man, I eat raw meat, you know, and stuff like that. But what they're actually doing is eating damnation unto themselves because it's against the commandment of the Lord to eat rare meat. The Lord always makes you, uh, tells you to roast the meat until it's well done. Okay, now that's why so many people are dying today because they're eating that and there's germs in the blood of animals, but there's life in the blood of Christ. You know, the, the blood, which is symbolic of the spirit of the Lord, is in the word. Because the word is spirit. If it's spoken and read spiritually, then it becomes life unto you because it becomes the body of Christ and it becomes the blood of Christ. It becomes the bread of life and also the drink of life. Because the spirit is uh, symbolized as water. And the word of God washes all the heresy out of us and washes all the false doctrine out of us. It's the washing of the word, the Bible tells us. Amen. So start again with that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 and 17, that we are the bread of life. And we also, when we're speaking the, of the bread of life, the the spirit is in it we can't are forbidden to preach the word of god unless it's the holy spirit preaching or uh, preaching the word through us 
And so therefore the spirit is in there. So the water of washing is there, the water of life, and also the blood, which uh, the Bible, Jesus said, the life is in the blood. So we have to drink his blood and eat his flesh. In other words, eat the bread of life, which is the word, and read it spiritually so that it's the blood of Christ, the spirit of Christ in it to give you uh, the uh, growth growth hormones that are in the bread of life and the uh, blood, which is the spirit of life. And when you do that, you can be healed also because you it, it, nothing comes from God except by faith. And so salvation comes by faith and healing comes by faith. And if you need a new, a new job or you need more money, that comes by faith too. The Lord says for us, if you believe his word, the whole word, and that you say to the Lord, Lord, I need money. And you said that whatsoever I ask in Jesus' name, and I'm keeping, I'm really believing your word, and I'm doing what you say, because you tell me that uh, without faith, uh, if we have faith, well, then we show it by doing works. Amen? This mm -hmm. is in the book of James. He says, some, some people say they have faith, but he said, James, the brother of Jesus, who, I mean, after his mother was not a virgin anymore, she had other children, and one of them was James. And he says, I'll show you my faith by the works that God does in me. Okay? Mm -hmm. He says, I'll show you my faith by my works. But Paul said, I did more works than any other apostle. But he says, not I, but Christ in me that did it. Amen? Amen. So if you're walking by the Spirit, well, then people will recognize that the Lord is in you and that you're the incarnation, the continuation of Christ's incarnation in this world. Now, you won't hear the Catholics. All they can do is say, Holy Mary, Mother of God, the Lord is with you. Blessed be the name of among women, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother, and it just drives you up a wall, you know, when you really know the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Because the Lord wants you to know Him, and He is the Word, and so how could you know the Lord enough to love Him if you don't receive the whole Word inside you? How can you be aware of His power and His, uh, his might and wisdom, if he's, if you don't know him, wisdom comes by the fear of the Lord. When you, the more you read the word of God and the more you walk in the spirit, the more the things that the Lord says will happen to you and through you will start happening. And that will really increase your faith. All right. So let's, uh, we're going to make another stab at trying to read this. I know I keep interjecting all the time. So go ahead. The cup of blessing, which we bless. Is it not the communion? Who is we? We bless that that's the actual people that have become one with the bread of life and the Holy Spirit because they are the tabernacle. Now, the Old Testament, the Lord's tabernacle, was built by the people that followed Moses. It was made by hands. And there's religions today that say we all have to go to the temple to worship. But the Bible says that, know you not that we are the temple of God? Amen? Amen. So how are you going to go to the temple and worship 
when you are the temple of God, you should be worshiping the Lord in heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? Amen. So these, these people are building these multi-million dollar temples all over the world when Jesus never had such a temple to preach or teach in. Amen? Amen. He was teaching that his disciples are the temple of God and that they're uh, that he is the bread of life and that they are united with him to become the bread of life also. Amen? Amen. And then also that he is the light of the world and that when we receive him in us and we are dispensing his word uh, through us, he's preaching and teaching through us, then we also are the light of the world. We're the continuation of the Lord Jesus Christ, incarnation, uh, in carne is like meat we're made out of flesh or meat and so it's incarnation Christ coming down as the life-giving spirit into us and he dispenses himself in uh, into us and through us and the mighty works that he does we lay hands on people and they recover we uh, and some people they think religion is just receiving a lot of money and or they buy people food and clothing we do that also because the lord tells us to do that but that's these are just chores that are automatic you know you don't have to remember to remember the poor we always do that amen yeah. now let's take another stab at it the cup of blessing which we bless is it not the communion of the blood of christ that's yeah we're communing with christ in other words, Christ is communing with us. He's like doing his work through us. That's communion. Amen? Amen? It isn't putting a cracker on your tongue or something like that. It's that we become so broken that we don't have any ideas or philosophies our own. But it's the Lord. We just die out uh, to our old life and to our own ideas and opinions. And we just let Christ do his thing in us all right Amen. that means that he's doing all the work but it takes a broken person to allow him to do that and then you've got all these false preachers that tell you god just loves you unconditionally no, he does not he only loves you uh, very conditionally he says i am your friend if 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 you are my sheep if you follow me if you do what i say now uh, here's what i say uh, take up the cross now, deny yourself, and follow me. Forget about yourself. Think about the work that the Lord wants you to do to uh, through you to other people in the world. He wants you to dispense his Holy Spirit from you into others. So that's how the body of Christ is built. All right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and so this is where they miss the mark. I mean, it never enters their mind. They're always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And who is what is the truth? Jesus is truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me living in you with my Father by the Spirit. And we come into you through the Spirit. We dispense, God dispenses himself through us into you. You're supposed to receive it and to, as I sing this song, you have to believe. Amen? Amen? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, the entire word of God and thou shalt be saved. Now, why have you not been reading 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 and 17? You're trying. Okay, I know. Try it again. 
The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Uh, because we commune with each other, because we're the blood and the spirit. We're in the spirit of Christ, and we also are the bread. We become one bread. Doesn't it say that in the Bible? Yes. Okay, is that it? Next verse. Next verse. For we being many are one bread. Yeah. Next voice. Better than the voice. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We read that again. So this is now, you know, this is proof what I'm saying. Amen. Read Amen. it again. For we being many are one bread. Yeah, we so we know that there isn't just one a body that Christ lives in on this earth. And it certainly wouldn't be Mary because she's been dead for around two thousand years now. So the Lord is not operating through some dead corpse that is now bones, just bones. He's uh, operating through living beings uh, that are humans, that are alive, okay? And so those of us that he operates through, we are one bread. Well, bread, what do you mean bread? Bread of life, because we're preaching by the Holy Spirit the bread of life, which is Jesus, and also the communion of his blood, which is the whole New Testament is written in, uh, in his blood, by his blood. So we, by the spirit, in other words. Because if you're not spiritual, the Bible says that the, um, that the letter of the word of God, you can take that same Bible and preach it to people by the letter, and it kills because you could get bored to death listening to the Bible if it's read by somebody or taught by somebody that isn't spiritual. The only time it comes alive is when it's Jesus with the Father by the Spirit speaking through you and that it actually brings forth life. It's not me, it's me yielding myself unto the Lord. Now, some people say, you know, like I, I was accoladed in the world as being the world's uh, best promoter, the world's, world's best idea man and all this. But when the Lord proved to me by these signs and wonders and visions and dreams and speaking to me audibly that he really existed, then I realized that any work that we do in this world is of no value whatsoever. There's nothing to it. It's garbage because what good would it be if I was the, uh, uh, I say I had an opportunity, people said I could win Mr. Universe. And what good would it do if I won Mr. Universe? Jack Warner asked me to play the lead role in Young Dillinger, and I didn't do it. I was asked to be in the movie Desiree with Marlon Brando. I was asked to be in so many movies, it's unbelievable. And I never did it because I never felt that I was ready. And then some people would mourn over it, say, oh, I wished I knew then what I know now. I would have been in those movies and I would have been a big name now or anything. But what we have to do is forget about being a big name. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ on his terms, in other words, to walk in the spirit, to deny yourself, take up the cross. In other words, go through whatever persecutions are said about you uh, the th or the things that are people are lying about you. Uh, you know, whenever I get too, uh, what the world considers too much of the Word of God out by the Spirit, they start running false stories on you. In, uh, like, for instance, they're just doing a one in Channel 11 in, uh, in um, uh, Little Rock, okay? Yeah, and they, they just, because we get on their nerves and they get on ours, but still we have to 
be patient and take it patiently and we don't do things like we did out in the world before out in the world I would uh, have somebody go out and pay him a visit but I haven't done that yet and everybody knows I'm a Christian otherwise they wouldn't be so porky to me they wouldn't be saying all these things about me if I was the way I was before I'd become a new creature amen oh uh, yeah because I'm walking in the spirit so I have uh, I believe in the new covenant the new word I've tasted, uh, tasted of God the word of God and then and the lord says that uh, the people will not serve unless they fear him well he put the fear of god in me and i feel sorry for all you poverty stricken people out there that don't fear god i pray that god will show you visions and pull your breath in and out of you like he did me and talk to you like he did me i pray father god that you give them such fear of you that they will uh fear you with fear and trembling just like the people did at Mount Sinai. And just as Moses uh, was quaking when he saw the burning bush that was not burning, and he says, oh, he knew that it was... Uh, and the same word of that burning bush is the same word of Sinai. It's Sinai, okay? That means it's uh, it was related, Mount Sinai and that bush. Moses' ministry started out there, and then the, uh, he went up to Mount Sinai, and the, the Lord actually spoke to every single person audibly in that congregation like he spoke to me uh, in the office in Beverly Hills. There was trumpets blasting so loud that it could break your eardrums almost. And then the voice of the Lord, there was billows of smoke coming out of that mountain, and the whole a uh, mountain was trembling, and all the people were trembling also. And um, these big, these trumpet blasts, and it was just, uh, you know, then God started speaking out of that mountain uh, about the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not, in other words, pray to Mary. Thou shalt not pray to Mary Magdalene. Uh, thou shalt not pray to uh, Moses. Thou shalt not pray to anyone other than me. There's no other God here in heaven. There's no one by me. There's no queen of heaven. So quit pouring out drink offerings unto her and quit uh, uh, making little cakes for her because that nobody exists like that. He says, pray only to me. I'm God who fashioned you out of the dirt of the ground. And I am the living God that created the heavens and the earth and the fullness of everything in this entire world. Worship me. And if you don't, well, that means you don't have any faith. You don't believe. You don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, and therefore you're not going to heaven. Now, I am a good God. I'm a God I love, but I'm also a God of wrath. And if you don't believe that, well, then go back in the scriptures where God drowned the entire world. Amen? Amen. And then also read in the New Testament where he's going to burn the entire world up and just fry you people that don't believe if you don't repent. Okay, so is there some more left? Yes. Okay, read it. For we being many are one bread and one body. We're one body. We're the body of Christ. And we're married to him. And so if we want to, now that the spirit is here, 
there's no going into the temple over to bring uh, sacrifices like animals or uh, birds and to priests and shedding the blood because they were only symbolic of the Lamb of God, which is Jesus that came into the world to shed his blood for us so that we could be saved and then we could drink of his blood, then walk in the spirit, which is the blood, okay? We have to drink the spirit in order to walk by the spirit. We have to eat the bread of life in order to become the bread of life. Amen? 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 Amen. Praise the Lord. I am the light. Is that all of that? Keep reading. For we are all partakers of that one bread. Yes, all of us partake of it. So uh, you are what you eat. So you're supposed to eat his uh, flesh, which is the bread of life, which is the word of God. And we are to drink his blood, which is the Holy Spirit that is inside the bread of life. Amen? Amen. You say, well, we heard you maybe say that before. Yeah, but you don't hear me chanting, Holy Mary, Mother of God, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Our Father, which art in heaven, help. There's more to the scriptures, amen? amen? A lot more. And so we have to learn the Bible. We have to depart from the the first things that we learn of the Lord and have to go on to the fullness of the scriptures, all right? Okay, so now, Sharon, let's take off in chapter 7 where we left off yesterday of Hebrews. Chapter 7, I believe we're at uh, verse 13. Is that correct? All right, let's go. For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe, of which... Yeah, so we're talking about Melchizedek here, the Bible is talking about. There's never been a tribe called Melchizedek, and there's never been a priest named Melchizedek, but Jesus is the priest after the order of Melchizedek. It's a new priesthood because the old priesthood is gone. Why? You may ask why. Now, there's so much learning in here. You should uh, get a copy of this tape and then uh, read the scriptures that we're reading so that you could. These are some of the most difficult scriptures to understand. And even the Apostle Peter said that when uh, the Apostle Paul writes, some things are hard to understand. But the Lord has sent me into the world to break down the scriptures to you to where you could understand them if you think there's a value for understanding them. And the value is that you're going to receive eternal life and the Holy Spirit and you'll become the bread of life. And you'll have communion, sweet communion with the Lord Jesus, who is also the Father. Remember in the scriptures where it says when the Christ, when the Word becomes flesh, that's Christ, and that he is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So God actually was here on earth back in those days in the human body of Jesus, and he's on this earth today in our bodies who are the bread or the body of Christ. So God uses our bodies as like we would use an automobile. The automobile is nothing unless it has somebody in there that knows how to drive it. And so Jesus, with his Father by the Spirit, enters into us, and he says, Now, 
forget your own way of thinking and put on my mind. So his mind is the word of God. So we're not to really think or have opinions or um, our own philosophies or anything like that. We're to put, we must put on the mind of Christ. Because when we have the mind of Christ, then we become Christ-like. Amen? Amen? Not just like him, we become part of his body. We are Christ. We don't imitate. We actually become the body of Christ. Because it is he with his Father by the Spirit in us. It, and, and we because we put our own spirit, our, our spirit was dead before Christ with his Father by the Spirit enters us. And then he rejuvenates that dead spirit and raises us up from the dead to where we cry out, Abba, Father God in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, let it come on this earth. Well, the kingdom of heaven does come into this earth, but you cannot, you cannot observe it because he is invisible. But you can tell that the Father, Christ, his Father and the Spirit are in us by the things that we say and by the things we do. Because you can tell when it's the Holy Spirit talking through somebody, can't you? Amen. And can't you be uh, talking to somebody, uh, see people, ministers talking, and it just drives you up a wall because mm -hmm. they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. They don't have Christ with the Father by the Spirit talking, and it bores me to death. And it puts you to sleep. It kills. It has a killing effect. There's so many people that are that way that it's just running people away from Christianity. And when they're just chanting these incantations, which is voodoo uh, and uh, Satan worshiping, it runs people out of the church. Those churches are empty. You can say, our father, and our father, and you can hear the echo in the place because there's no human bodies in there. The whole Catholic cult is down the tubes. It's... Uh, and there's a lot of people that want to join it because they don't want to study the Word of God. And they're just saying, well, we'll make an excuse to God when we stand up before the judgment bar of God. And we'll say, God, well, we didn't know. I mean, it looked holy. And these tabernacles looked so big and holy. And the music was so resounding and just mighty pipe organs and all kinds of things. That doesn't mean a thing. Jesus never carried... Uh, pipe organs with him, did he? No. And he never uh, was in any of these billion-dollar temples. As a matter of fact, he did his preaching on hillsides and on mountains in Israel and by the seashore and would have to shove off on a boat. There's a pier there at Kapornehum uh, in uh, Israel, it's called the City of Jesus. It's um, right there on the lake or the Sea of Galilee. They call it Lake Kenareth or the Sea of Galilee. And it's like a, where the only place that you can feasibly think of that a boat could dock. And you could, uh, it's right there where Peter used to bring in the fish, the loads of fish. When the Lord told him, throw your nets in, he says, we've been fishing all night long. And yet, Lord, it's your word that we didn't catch anything. We'll throw the nets over. They were tired. They threw them over, and the nets became so full of fish that it almost sank the boats. Amen? Amen. And they thought, my God. And so they fell down and worshipped the Lord. 
Isn't that something? Amen? So it was by the Spirit. And there's a place there that you can tell that's just where it was. That's why I love uh, Israel so much. It's because everywhere you look, something of God happened in that place. And he walked on the water there on, the, on Lake Kenareth or the Sea of Galilee. And uh, he went from one side to the other. You can see the cliff that the pigs ran down after he cast the legion of devils out of the man called Legion. And there's really no other place. And it says Jesus went up on a mountain to pray. And uh, so praying is so important because the Lord says to pray always. And the Apostle Paul says pray without ceasing because we don't know what to say or do. Or not to say we don't know when to shut our mouths. We don't. We need to walk in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. Okay. So that's just really. Uh, if we're going to be Christ's body, and be walking in the Spirit, we're going to be the bread of life. We have to, because of this better covenant, we have to uh, walk in the Spirit to show the Lord that, thank God, we don't have to slaughter sheep goats, bullocks, and cows, all these different things, uh, bulls, and uh, turtle doves, and all these things. Now we just have to believe, uh, and really believe, and have faith in the Lord's Word, and to walk in the Spirit, uh, to walk and become part of Christ, a member of Christ's body. Because when we do that, then we become his body. And there isn't anything that's going to enter heaven except Jesus and his body. Okay? The head and the body. Everything that wants to go to heaven must come into one body. One body. It doesn't make any difference. If you're a Jew or a Gentile, you've got to become into the body of Christ. And Christ is the world's greatest Jew. So you people that are anti-Semitic, you're going to have to fall down before him. And um, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess him as King of kings and Lord of lords. The world's greatest Jew. And so if you don't love Jesus, then you'll be praying for the rocks and mountains to fall on you to hide you from his wrath. Okay, now go ahead, Sharon. For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe of which no man gave attendance at the altar. Right, because uh, the Levites were the actual priests. But Jesus didn't come from the tribe of uh, Levi. He came from the tribe of Judah. Christ is the lion from the tribe of Judah. A lot of you people out there don't even know what the tribes are, the names of the tribes. You don't know the Ten Commandments. You don't even know the other commandments. But, uh, and so you have to learn them really fast because the Lord's coming back soon. And you're going to be left behind and you're going to, as the people that were in the flood, this time you won't drown, you're going to be burnt to a crisp. And all those that died in the flood are in hell right now. And you'll instantly be in hell the minute you die if you don't repent of your sins. All right, then go ahead, Sharon. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing. He, he came out of the tribe of Judah. But so how could there be a priest that comes out of the tribe of Judah? 
the tribe that the priests come out of is Levi. Well, the reason that Christ came to uh, through the tribe of Judah is because God was going to do away with the uh, Levitical priesthood, the Levites. He's doing away with it because there's a new covenant, okay? That is not an earthly covenant because Christ is symbolic of Melchizedek, who Abraham paid 10% of all tithes to him, which was a foretaste of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the Old Testament, the Lord Jesus Christ appeared in the fiery furnace with the three Hebrew children, all right? Mm -hmm. And the Lord has made other appearances in the world, uh, before that, because Christ, uh, God doesn't have any image. Uh, the only part of the Godhead that has an image is Christ, and many people saw the image of Christ in the Old Testament. Amen? Because it certainly wasn't the Father. Even though it was the Father, it was Christ. Because we're made in the image and likely of God. God says, I am a spirit, and spirits don't have images. But I sent my son to have the image. I made him, I made all of you in the same image of my son. Now go ahead, Sharon. Our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. Yeah, Moses didn't say that there was going to be a priesthood out of Judah. But, and uh, there, you just can't learn the whole Bible real fast. Like, it's not like reading the Reader's Digest or the... Uh, you know, New York Times or something, you read that because it's, uh, but the Lord says that the glory of God is to hide things in the Bible, but the glory of men is to search them out. And it takes years to search these out. But what the thing is, is that I'm teaching you these things so fast that you think that they're readily available for anybody, and they're not unless you seek them. And when you seek them, you're going to find things that I haven't even, uh, that I don't even know yet. When people read the Word of God or study it, it's, things come popping up, and I hear some of the people saying, I found this in the Bible today. They're so excited. And sometimes I never even got that myself, you know. And so because everyone that seeks, they shall find. Amen? Amen. But if you don't seek, you won't find out anything. And you think that God is uh, all love? Well, you better read the word and see. Again, he drowned in the whole world. He barbecued, uh, barbecued Sodom and Gomorrah, and he's going to French fry this whole world uh, of all the people that haven't repented of their sins. Okay? Then go ahead, Sharon. Verse 15, and it is yet far more evident for that after the similitude okay. of the... It's more evident what is. Okay, go ahead. For that after the similitude of Melchizedek, there ariseth another priest. Right. Okay, so Melchizedek, which was the spirit, uh, the spirit of Christ, he appeared to Abraham. And now the Bible says that Jesus is the priest forever, forevermore, after the order of Melchizedek. Now, there's no way that you can enter into the Holy of Holies in the kingdom of heaven unless you go through the high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Going to a Jewish priest today, other than Christ or Melchizedek, it's a waste of time because there's only one Melchizedek, one eternal everlasting priest, and that's Christ. And that's why 
when you pray to Mary, you're telling God, I don't believe that there's a priest, that Jesus is a priest. I believe that this woman, and Jesus called her woman, not mother. You believe that this woman is the uh, priest after the order of Melchizedek. And God says, I'm going to sling your soul into the Hades, into hell, and into the lake of fire, because my son is the one that paid the price for your rotten, filthy sins. Mary had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Nor did the lady of Guadalupe or any other uh, female or any other male. No male or female, but Jesus. Amen? Amen. And they got the Catholics still got Christ hanging on the cross. No, he came down from the cross. He was buried. He went to hell. And then he came out of hell. And he does, he's not on the cross anymore, you hypocrites, you liars. He was a baby once, too, and they have pictures of him as a baby in this uh, replica or supposed to be image of Mary. And they got her making him look like a little kid, a little baby. And he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. All power in heaven and on earth belongs to Jesus. Amen? Yeah. He's not on the cross. He's all power and all wisdom. The wisdom and power of God is Jesus. He is the one that's making the entire world revolve. He's the one that's going to burn people up and send you to hell if you don't stop worshiping Mary, if you don't stop worshiping the saints. I'm a saint of God because Christ is living in me. And if you're, if you have Christ living in you, you're a saint as well. And you have to believe that because if you don't believe that, then you're not saved. Believe on the whole word of God and thou shalt be saved. Okay, let's do some more. After the similitude of Melchizedek, there ariseth another priest, verse 16, who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment, but after the power of an endless life, verse 17. For he testifieth An that endless life. That's we're going to live forever if we believe the word of God. Then what? Thou art a priest forever after the order of He's Melchizedek. He's talking about Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Then what? Verse 18, for there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness and unprofitable, unprofitable. You know what thereof. it means to annul something, to disannul something. That means that put an end to the animal sacrifices because the true sacrifice came. If you annul a marriage, well, then it's over with. It's as though you've never been married before. It's an annulment. Amen. Amen. See, my time is up. I see my time is up. Well, we're going to do some more in the book of Hebrews. And right now, it's like there's no Levitical priesthood. All you Jews, it's it's over with. It's been annulled by God because all you people kept sinning. It's been disannulled. Okay? Disannulled. And so, therefore, you have to be born again of the Spirit. There's a new priest, and his name is Jesus, the Messiah. He's from the order, a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, so you have to pray to God through him. 
So try that once and you'll be able to see, try that right now, and you'll feel the Holy Spirit enter into your spirit. By saying this prayer, by saying this prayer, by saying this prayer to the Lord God, try Melchizedek, Jesus, and see. Say to him, Father, my Lord and my God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe, Father, that you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me on the cross at Calvary. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Jesus, as uh, the high priest, for letting me pray through you to the Father. And I will never pray to Mary or anybody else again, but God through you. So uh, just praise and thank the Lord. Raise your hands up and thank him and praise him. And read the King James Version of the Bible, not the new King James Bible, but the old one. Now, Sharon, tell them how to receive a copy of this program, 554. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right, praise the Lord. Here's Dolly Parton to sing for you. She's written many Christian songs, and I've sang some of them with Porter Wagner. He's Alive. And rose at every sound Half in hopeless sorrow And half in fear the day Would find the soldiers Breaking through To drag us all away And just before the sunrise I heard something at the wall The gate began to rattle And the voice began to call I hurried to the window Looked down into the street Expecting swords and torches And the sound of soldiers' feet But there was no one there but Mary So I went down to let her in John stood there beside me As she told me where she'd been She said they moved him in the night And none of us knows where The stone's been rolled away Tell. Oh, 
something strange had happened there Just what I did not know John believed a miracle But I just turned to go Circumstance and speculation Couldn't lift me very high Cause I'd seen them crucify him Then I saw him die Back inside the house again The guilt and anguish came Everything I'd promised him Just added to my shame When at last it came to choices I denied I knew his name And even if he was alive It wouldn't be the same But suddenly the air was filled With a strange and sweet perfume Life that came from everywhere Drove shadows from the room And Jesus stood before me With his arms held open wide And I fell down on my knees And I just clung to him and cried Then he raised me to my feet And as I looked into his eyes The love was shining out from him Like sunlight from the skies Guilt in my confusion disappeared in sweet release And every fear I'd ever had just melted 